is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Today, I will be talking about the seven eyes of the Lord. And I will do amplified version of the text that we have been looking uh, in the last three weeks. Zechariah chapter number four and verses number six uh, to seven, eight. Now, last year, I dwelt more on verse number nine. The hand of Zerubbabel has started this lady's foundation. His hand also shall finish it. And I prophesied about finishing grace and finishing anointing. This year, my focus is on verse number six. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, say the Lord. And today, I will dwell on verse number ten. Uh, where he says, who would despise small beginnings? Who would despise? For that's here the Lord, the seven eyes of the Lord that move to and fro will watch and cause these things to be performed. Say amen. amen. And so the Amplified Version, the, the background story again, God had empowered and instructed Zerubbabel who was a political figure. Then there was a spiritual leader who was also called the high priest called Joshua. Uh, at the time of the return of the remnant of the Israelites into Jerusalem. And their, their mandate was to rebuild the temple which was the spiritual symbol of the gathering of the Israelites. The temple also is the soul of the people of Israel and the pivot of their covenant with God. It is the reference point of whatever relationship existed between them and God is that particular temple. And the temple is being built upon the place where Abraham had an encounter with God at the time he was about to sacrifice his son Isaac. And it is also the same place that it said that David built an altar and gave a sacrifice to God and God stayed execution of 70,000 even though he was angry. That spot when David prayed and raised an altar God decided to just forget about everything. There is something about that place that moves God. I don't know why. It is also the same place that Solomon built the temple. And then on the day of dedication, the spirit of the Lord was so strong. The presence and the power, the priests could not preach. Now, years later, there had been several invasions. And that temple had been brought down. And now, in the time of Zerubbabel, the prophet in charge was Zachariah. The high priest was called Joshua. God said... The trial must now rebuild the temple. Now they started. Discouragement be what? Frustrations be what? Lack of finance. People's hands were weak. Discouragement everywhere. And God appeared to Zechariah in the vision. In the vision, he showed him some lampstands, seven of them. And then there were pipes connecting to the lampstands. And then connecting to the uh, pipe were olive trees. And so there was such a constant supply of oil and anointing. Which is why next Sunday there's going to be anointing service here. Because uh, we are going to have a crash program during this week of the altar. That I want to take some of the prophetic tokens, you know, I'm going to administer them very early. So coming Sunday is the last Sunday of the year and we will never finish the year until we are anointed to finish. Oh, you, 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 you are not going to see what the anointing oil can do. You are going to see what the anointing oil can do. And then Tuesday the 31st night, we will be doing the blood service. You can never do Passover without the shedding of blood. Then it's not a Passover. 
Let's start from verse number 6. I think 6 will do. Amplified version. Then he said to me, let me wrap up the story first. So God then asked Zachariah, these things that I'm showing you, what is the meaning of it? Zachariah said he didn't know. It's okay, here's the meaning. Then he said to me, Zachariah speaking, this addition of the bowl to the candlestick, causing it to yield a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel saying, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Those three words over there, the spirit there is capital S, representing the Holy Spirit. The might there and the power there are representing other sources of authority and power which are not permanent. Financial might. Financial power. Not permanent. You can lose everything and you come back to square one. Like the story that uh, Pastor Albert told us. You have money, but the money cannot cure the disease. Not by might. Not by power, but by my spirit. You can have political might. You can have political power. Without the spirit of God, you are not adequate. You can have academic power, academic degree, academic might, academic power. Without the spirit of God, you are not adequate. You can have beauty power, beauty might, but still you cannot have husband. Can you touch somebody sitting by and say, 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 you can't do without the Holy Ghost. Say, 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 you can't do without the spirit. Tell somebody, you can never do without the spirit. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Of whom the oil is a symbol. The oil is the symbol of my spirit. The oil is the symbol of my spirit. Whenever you carry the oil to an anointing service and you apply the oil, I want you to know that something has come upon you. You know why I'm emphasizing this? I'm emphasizing this because human beings as you are, when you begin to do something and thing becomes a routine, you start down disrespecting that thing. From today, when the Bible says the Holy Spirit says, of whom the oil is a symbol. There are certain spiritual rituals you don't play with. Communion is number one. Anointing service is number two. Prophetic tokens is number three. Covenant cutting is another one. Offerings and sacrifices another one. Worship is another thing you don't choke with. Prayer. When something is becoming a routine, you start disrespecting it. Disrespect anointing oil and you'll be empty. Verse number seven. For who are you, O great mountain? Not what are you? Which, which, which spirit is behind this problem? Which mountain, which, who are you, O great mountain of human obstacle? Who is the human obstacle behind this mountain? Which spirit is behind this mountain? Who is speaking evil in their closet, in their hiding places? Who is charming my marriage? Who is charming my education? Which spirit is responsible for this? When I learn 
I know I've learned. I get into the examination room and I forget. Which, which spirit is behind this? Who are that almighty before Zerubbabel? Who with Joshua had led the return of the exiles from Babylon and was undertaking the rebuilding of the temple before him? You shall become a plain, a mere mole hill, and it shall bring forth and the finishing gabble stone of the new temple, the new temple with loud shoutings of the people crying, Grace! 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 Grace is a four-letter word that you have heard and heard and heard and heard that you don't take seriously anymore. Grace means empowerment. Grace means divine presence. Grace means God is with you. Grace means enablement. Grace is the one that helps you to do things that others cannot do. It is grace that helps you to succeed where others fail. Grace. I said grace. I said grace. I said grace. You know what? When I say grace, say it in your language. I don't grace. 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 Drama. When you come to the place and you begin to disrespect the importance of the grace of God, the importance of a divine hand, the importance of a divine presence, the importance of a divine supernatural empowerment, that day your life has come to a standstill. Say grace. grace. Every day in your prayer, ask God, so Lord, give me the grace to, to finish this Christian race. Give me the grace to run on. Give me the grace to move on. Give me the grace to overcome this temptation. Give me the grace to overcome this trial. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to cool down my temper. Give me the gra- grace to be, to be gentle. Give me the grace to be forgiving. Give me the grace to pray. Give me the grace to forgive. Give me the grace to study my Bible. Give me the grace. As you are clapping, something is happening to you right now. The songwriter says, Eya adum 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 bi amenya Oh Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit. Clap your hands and shout grace. One day, Reverend Stevenson asked me a question I have never thought of. That that's how we can take the grace of God for granted. So he, 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 he was he was chatting, he was chatting with me. He said, Ah, Apostle General, I was listening to you on the radio, and uh, usually by the time you are on air. There is, I'm always on my way to uh, home from office. And because the traffic, you know, I normally want to listen to them. I just remember that you'll be uh, uh, on the uh, Sunny FM. So he tunes and he listens to me. Now here's what he said. He said, Apostle Gina, every time I tune and listen to you, you are saying something new. He said, every time you are saying something new, something refreshing. And then he says, at that moment, I ask myself, so 
Me, where, where is the grace? That, uh, uh, then he said, Lord, the grace upon this for me to give me some. Now, now, there is something you have never... Do you know how many years I've been preaching in this, on this pulpit? Sunday after Sunday if I'm in town. How many of you know that when I'm in town, nobody preaches for me? How many of you know that in the last 20... Uh, Easter, how many Easter's have we celebrated here? 25 Easter's. Find out how many times somebody has preached for me Easter. Good Friday, Easter Sunday here. Never. The same scriptures, new revelations every year after every year. Also, folks, I've been passing this church for 25 years. Ask me whenever I've come to church. And I've told you, ladies and gentlemen, today I didn't get a message, so I don't feel like preaching. There's one particular man of God, every time, he didn't feel like preaching. He will raise a song, raise a song, and dance, and dance, and dance, and dance, and dance, and, dance, and shake his leg, and so on. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, grace, grace reveals what is hidden to others. Grace shows you what the miracle is. Once others are going round, 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 you hit it and then it is done. Grace is the one when you attend the interview. You don't know questions they are going to ask you. But you open your mouth and you speak and you are speaking something and they are nodding their heads. And when you come out, you ask yourself, so what did I say for them to grace? Hey, Come on now. Are you clapping? Are you singing? Are you shouting? Are you feeling too big? Are you feeling shy? Are you feeling too important? It is the grace of God. Do you know when I started preaching from Zechariah chapter 4 when I was a student, student leader I saw verse 10, the seven eyes of the Lord only this year Zechariah chapter 4 I have preached it since I was a student Oh, not by might, not by power. I can sing all the songs. It's not by might. It's not by power. Hey! By my, my spirit, says the Lord. Come on, say it again. It's not by might. It's, it's not, not by might. Come on, say it again. It's, it's not by power. But by my spirit. By my spirit. Now, talk to that mountain in your life right now. This mountain shall be removed. Come on, command that mountain to remove now. This mountain command that obstacle, that problem shall be removed. Oh, this mountain shall be removed. If if you want to know what grace does, look at me. A colleague, you know, of ours. He, when we 
throw our hands and demons start screaming and running, you know, and then miracles are happening. The guy loves the thing. So he too went to do some. Very good friend. I was here one day. Then his wife. Apostle General, your friend is sick. Oh. I said, ah, what happened? He said, ah, he went to Volta region. The camp, he went to the campus. I said, what did he go to do? He said, he went there and then he did a crusade. After that, he said, he was, there's, they planted some gods in his family house. So he's going to remove the gods. Then he went there, spent the whole night. Then he returned. He said, when he returned to Accra, he said, fever, fever, fever. Apostle General, go and see him. Why you better? I didn't picture the problem. So I said, oh, okay, wait for me. I went, took money. I said, go and give it to him. And tell him that next week I will pass by. Church, it was good I didn't go. I was depressed. When I saw the man of man, he said, I was general. See what the demons have done. I said, but who told you that these things? It is by might. It's by power. It's not by might. It's not by, but by my spirit. Say the Lord, God must send you. God must put a word in your mouth. God must anoint you. That's how I was chatting with my, my children. Uh, another man of God has crashed the spirit of dealing with him. So my children were a little bit scared, you know. They say, hey, this work. So I said, children, you don't need to be worried. How many years now have I been casting demons? Over 40 years. The demons have not made me impotent. I have produced four children. If you challenge me, I can produce more. Am I talking some sense here? Meaning that I have been tried many times in the spirit. But the more they try, the taller and the bigger I become. My God, by the Holy Ghost, it's not by, it's not by power, but by my spirit. Who are thou, O mountain, before Zerubbabel? You will become like plain. When the anointing of the Lord is upon you, every obstacle become a walking carpet. Every door you cannot penetrate, you penetrate and open it. Am I talking to somebody struggling here? Clap your hands and say, I receive grace. Clap your hands again and I receive grace. Grace. You will become a place. The mountain will be leveled. You won't climb. You just have to go over it. May you jump over every pit. May you jump over every mountain. 
any subject that has become too difficult to pass in 2019 may you flood that subject clap your hands and shout yes this mountain come on say it for me shall be removed come on talk to somebody about me now this mountain shall be removed clap your hands and shout Shall be removed by my spirit. There's an old song I've been singing. It's a miracle coming. Uh, that song is not for everyone, it's for all one person. God will make a way. Well, it seems it's so, for, I'm singing for only one person. I am prophesied to only one person. He works in ways. You cannot see the strength for each new day. He will make a way. He will make a way. So, my daughter has just finished the first semester exams. And uh, she knows that by principle in our house, you justify the school fees. School fees is not for free. Tell your children. Say, children, child. I am investing in you. Say it until they understand. So school fees is not for free in my house. Miyasusu. They have to pay tomorrow. So when I pay your school fees, you have to come with class. Somebody say sharp. Oh, I didn't. Somebody say sharp, sharp. So she comes and I say, hey, daughter, this year you haven't discussed anything with me. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I only got two results: literature and then economics. Um, literature, I made uh, A star, and uh, uh, economics uh, A. I said, "How about history?" He said, uh, "The history is not out, but I'm not expecting an A." I said, "Why?" He said, uh, "When I was writing the paper, some few things happened, and uh, I said, baby, you know, this is not the language we're talking here.'" I said, why should anything happen? He said, I said, you wait, wait, wait. I want to see the paper itself. And then I'll summon you before the judgment. Through. <laughs> so I dream. Nonsense. You, you know how the money comes for school fees to be paid? When the results came, literature, A, star. Economics, A. History, A. The history that she wasn't expecting. Then I told her, this is where the grace of the Lord comes in. In your mind and your strength, you know you didn't write what must qualify you for it. But when the results came, great! Hey, I do! Come on! I I I I'm telling you, she knew that by her mind and strength, she's missed it. But when that thing came, grace has covered up for her weakness. Receive grace in 2019. Where you fail, may you prosper. Where others say it is impossible, may it become possible for receive all year to finish. 
Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, verse number 9, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this house. His hands shall also finish it. Then you shall know and recognize and understand and believe and know and believe and recognize and understand and know that the Lord of hosts has sent me his messenger to you. God doesn't want you to believe in him in abstract. God wants you to believe him in evidence. If, if, Master Tony, could, can you imagine, Reverend Stephen said, every, every day you have something new to say. How can I be preaching with said vim, faith, passion, conviction, if I have no evidence? David, oh, I would have retired long ago. God knows that. For how long can you be lying? <laughs> For how long can you be lying? But, but when there is an evidence and you've seen it, you've touched it. You say about it with conviction and, comp- and with passion. It's so real. I, I, don't, I don't force it. Say, Lord, give me an evidence. A manifestation of grace. So that I will recognize and understand and believe and know that you are God. That's it. Then you shall know. Then you shall recognize. Then you shall understand that the Lord of hosts has sent me his messenger to you. Should verse 10 where the, today's exhortation is. Who with reason despises the day of small beginnings and things. For these seven shall rejoice when they see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. These seven are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Seven eyes of the Lord. God is such an amazing God that once you are here, he is watching over you with one eye. But there is one eye also watching over your desk and your table in your office. So if somebody is planning to go and smear juju on your table, the eye of the Lord will arrest the person. Clap your hands and say the eye of the... That's the God I'm talking about. That's the God I'm talking about. So whilst you are here taking care of your business, the eye of the Lord is in London taking care of your business at home. Whilst you are here minding and worshipping God, the eye of the Lord is sorting out the application where your application has gone to and how the Lord is pulling your paper from the bottom to the... The examination for to enter into Ghana ministry, uh, Ghana Foreign Service, has just been written. Thousand five hundred people are applying to enter into Ghana Foreign Service uh, to become uh, diplomats and and so on and so forth. And they are selecting only two 
150 or less than the person who came fifth fifth in the examination is sitting right here in our midst are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping I said we shall have diplomats here and you have always been looking at my face sit down there I'll be introducing her very soon. We are all here. We are all singing in the choir. <laughs> we are all doing worship. We are all wearing t-shirts. But very soon, you won't see somebody again. We're calling from postings. Hey, Washington. Bono! You better clap your hands. You better receive Clap your hands and pray because the big of him is coming. There's somebody sitting by you. If you are clapping and worshiping today, add my testimony. I tell somebody, add my testimony. Please ask him, but you haven't told me the testimony. Why should I be worshiping for you? Tell him the testimony now. Tell her the testimony. Tell him who he's sitting by. Oh, you are too quiet. You, you don't know. Tell the person who is sitting by him or her. I, I, have you finished prophesying? See, see, see. If the person says, you are sitting by an Okada driver. Stop worshipping. <laughs> if the person says you are sitting by a pure water seller, don't give an offering today. But if you are sitting by a young millionaire, a banker, an engineer, a lawyer, a judge, a parliamentarian, they worship well. Let me hear your voice. Clap your hands. of my protocol officer in London. Thank you. You are welcome. She's here for the holidays. She's a nurse. And uh, we, you go with power and anointing. On uh, 26, please come and help us. We are coming, coming to serve some kaya here and kaya here. Poor people here. Those of you who have not brought your gift to us, your clothings and your pens and your books and uh, chicken and goat and, and please make sure that by tomorrow you come and drop something over here. And 26, I'm inviting you two of them from London, uh, Sister Princess, and then Lizzie uh, from uh, our London churches. Which where are you now? South London. Shall we put our hands together for? You you will be blessed by the time you leave. Any, any, any uh, royal house from uh, abroad? Any royal house member? Uh, 
I introduced you already on uh, on Friday. Anybody? Who? Oh, uh, Rochelle, uh, please. Uh, Pastor, Junior Pastor Alfred Hansen's uh, wife. He said, when is your husband joining you? Tuesday. Tuesday. Please welcome Rochelle with their baby with their mighty clap of You seem to be missing one lecture I've been giving. No, no, no. You, you, you miss it. You miss it. Let me let me go. Into, let me rewind. Let me rewind. Let me rewind. It will not be long. You will travel. You come for vacation, and we shall be receiving you. Come on! Now Come on! Talk to somebody. Now I am Say it with all your might. Now for what they serve me. There is a miracle in the atmosphere. There is a movement now of the sky. The power and the glory. You are the one who got married recently. You were singing, singing here. So no, you are not a missus. Oh. Tell somebody if God has done it for our sister. Tell somebody God can do it for anybody. What's this aminium? Now what's this amishabre? What's this amidi? Hey, dinner for what the ceremony? Hey, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, Pamini. Now I am saying, you ready? Oh, yeah. What's this amin? I'm not coming to sing. I'm going to give you a prophecy. Change your location. I'm coming to give you a prophecy. So change your location. What has just happened is exactly what is happening to you in the spirit. You are always in the wrong location. Do you know why you don't have a desire for marriage? Because you have seen others fail in your house and you don't want to fail. So you have become over careful and over cautious. Two, the reason why you don't want to marry and you don't have desire is because you want a certain class and a certain amount of money before you marry. The Lord says, I should tell you, the woman who is coming to your life is the agent of the change. She is the one bringing grace for you to prosper. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's not who you know, what you have. Just rely and depend upon God. Go ahead. 2019. Settle down. Say yet the Lord. Wakano Ebebe Mu. Here I do, I can know. 
suit slept in the kitchen okro and stew one week on Friday I brought to church a suitcase full of shoes designer shoes 20 and I asked the youth leader to share it for people 20 and, and today I said in the first service when I get angry next week I'll bring 20 pairs again but I, 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 I'm preaching now. I don't want to be angry. My oh no, the, the way I'm preaching now. I don't. <laughs> and uh, where is where is uh, the tall pastor uh, Salome? He slept. It, he was wearing one of my shoes. I said Salome. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have added this one. The, the shoe was so beautiful. I said ha. Somebody blinded me. Somebody polluted my mind. You know. 20 pairs of shoes last Friday. Suitcase. Ma. And if this week I still find out that some old shoes are occupying the new ones which have come, I'll dispose of all of them. What? Oh, come on, get up and go to somebody and prophesy. Get up and prophesy to somebody. Tell somebody 2019 is my year. Tell somebody 2019 is my year. Tell somebody my break it through, Tell me break it through, my take it my occupy, Message to those who don't respect you. Say, why do you see those who don't respect me? Tell them they, they should wait. Tell them they should wait. That's the test. That's that, that somebody. Uh, the Lord will show them something they, they will. They, they, they. <laughs> oh, seven eyes of the Lord. Revelations chapter number. 
6 and verse 5. Verse 5 and number 6. Revelations 5 and 6. Shoot New King James for me. And I looked, this is John the Revelator, and I looked and behold in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, that is Jesus Christ, son of the living God, who is coming as a deliverer, the salvation of the world, as though it had been slain, having seven horns. So in the midst of his, he being slain, in the midst of the blood coming out of his head, his waist and everywhere, in the midst of his his crucifixion, God was had put seven homes. Anytime you see homes, they stand for salvation. And so God has put seven kinds and types of salvation. I'm coming to explain to you uh, very, very soon. Seven homes. And seven eyes. Seven eyes. Seven eyes. Seven eyes. Anytime you see eye in the in the scripture, it talks to you. It talks about the watchfulness of God. The, the, the preservation, the protection of God. The directions of God in your life. And remember, we are talking about the Holy Spirit here. And you are going to find out very soon how God's seven eyes operate through what is here as seven spirits of the of God sent out into the earth. So, seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits. Now, the spirit is also capital S, which means that it's talking about the spirit of God. So, does God have seven spirits? Yes and no. The number seven over there does not represent the numerical seven as you know in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But the seven over there is a spiritual description of the perfectness of God, the perfection of God, the completeness of God, the wholeness of God. And so when the Bible talks about the seven spirits of God, it's talking about the Holy Spirit which is perfect in its uniqueness. So God doesn't have seven spirits. Has only one spirit but performs functions in many ways. So here is what it means. Number one, and I'll run fast because you must buy the, uh, the, uh, the, the tape, the CD and listen to it or you can download it. You can download from podcast or from our networks. Seven spirits of God will mean the perfection of the spirit of God. God's spirit is so perfect that when you encounter the spirit of God, the spirit of God helps you to accomplish great things in your life because that's who the spirit of God is. He doesn't come into your life to lay dormant and idle. When the spirit of the Lord comes in his perfect power. Number two, the seven spirits of God also means the fullness and the completeness of the spirit. Application. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, the spirit of the Lord makes you a whole, a complete person. When the spirit of the Lord takes over your marriage, your marriage is whole. Perfect. What a good day to hear this sermon. You want to know how Apostle Jim and Mama Rita did it? This is what I'm talking to you about. We have a relationship with the Spirit of God. You can trust what I've been doing before I came here. 
I have been out the whole of the early hours of, of the day from about like 12 midnight. And, uh, and uh, as I was preparing, my prayer is just one. Holy Spirit, lead me. Which is why every time I come and stand before you, I have something new to say. <laughs> and you know that some other pastor would have taken his congregation for granted. Oh, this is our congregation. This is our congregation. No, 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 no. Hey! Every time I'm coming, my target is that I'm coming to talk to one person who is coming to listen to me for the first time. That's how I take all of you. I take all of you as people who are coming to listen to me for the first time. That's the way I take you. When the Holy Ghost takes over your marriage, you start with the Holy Spirit. You go years. Oh yeah. You go. Because he, he, he's the Holy Spirit that is that is that is full. He's complete. Number three, the Holy the seven spirits of God <coughs> also describes the greatness of the Spirit of God. The, the Spirit of God is a spirit of greatness. When, when the Spirit of the Lord takes hold of your life, He introduces greatness into your life. You become great in your area of operation. If you are a worship pastor, you are great. If you are a pastor, you are great. If you are a preacher, you are great. It's a spirit of perfection. It's a spirit of fullness. Number three, it's a spirit of greatness. The Holy Spirit is a spirit, it's a majestic spirit. It's a, it's a spirit majestic. What its application? When the spirit of the Lord, you give him the chance, he causes you to shine. Your business shines. Marriage shines. Academics shines. Everything shines. Oh, try it, 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 try it. I told you, I said, for how long can a man of God lie? If these things are not true, I would have resigned long ago because I'm too intelligent to be manipulated. God knows. God knows I'm too smart. Majestic spirit. Number, number five. The spirit of the Lord is a glorious spirit. It carries glory. The word glory means wealth. Blessings. When the spirit of the Lord takes over your life, he can transform you from poverty to blessing. From lack to sufficiency. Number six. The spirit of God is a spirit of power. And you shall be endued with power when the spirit comes upon you. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8. The application is that when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you and takes over your life, he gives you supernatural strength to accomplish great things in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, I recommend the Holy Spirit in the year 2019. I recommend. Number seven, the spirit of God is a spirit of plentitude. is a spirit of sufficiency. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, comes into your life, comes and gets hold of your business, gets hold of your, 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 your aspirations, whatever. The spirit of the Lord brings you satisfaction and fulfillment. Satisfaction and fulfillment. So when we say the seven eyes of the Lord, we are talking about the perfection 
of God's eye, the wholeness and the wholesomeness of God's eye, the completeness of the and the watchfulness of God's eye upon you, such that when you are sleeping, you can sleep well because you know that there is an eye that is watching you. Whilst you are here, the eye is also taking care of some other businesses. And I'm going to give you five texts that you must be praying with uh, from now until as we enter into the prophetic service and to the watch night. These are prayer topics you must be praying with. And I don't know why God is asking me to give you these scriptures, but please do. Because Royal House Chapel will preach prophetic messages directly or indirectly. Something may be coming your way and God wants to deal with that thing right now if it is negative. If that thing which is coming your way is positive, we pray that the Holy Spirit and the angel of the Lord will deliver the blessings of God without it being diverted to any place. The amen was very weak. Clap your hands and shout the big amen. Clap your hands and shout amen again. Clap your hands and shout amen again. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 3. Proverbs chapter 15 verse number 3. Let me do New King James. Now, prophetic word from the word of God. Read it. Soak it into your spirit. Ready? Go. No, you didn't hear me. You didn't, uh, you didn't. I said, read it confidently. Ready, go. The eyes are every, every, keeping watch on the evil. Now, the other version say, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch over good people and evil people. Good people and evil people. You know why? The reason why God will keep watch over good people is that so that good people will be kept on hurt and unharmed. And the reason why he keeps eye upon the evil is to keep eye upon evil people so that they don't visit evil upon good people. So in other words, as you sit here right now, the eye of the Lord is upon you, but the eye of the Lord is swear you have been mentioned for evil. And God is telling them, hey, I'm watching over you. That child is a child of God and you don't attempt to touch him. If you do, there will be fireworks over here. Clap your hands and say, there's seven eyes of the Lord. His eyes are watching over you every step that you take and monitoring you against the perpetrators of evil. There's somebody sitting on your left and right, brother. Sleep well, sleep well. Oh, please, she didn't hear you tell her. I said, Sleep well, sleep well. Tell somebody, the Lord is taking care of the wicked people. The Lord is taking, tell somebody, the Lord is watching them. Tell somebody, the Lord is monitoring them seven out, seven days in the, in the week, 365 days in the year. The Lord is monitoring them. When they make any mistake that they want to touch you, they and their families. Clap your hands and shout, I hear the Lord. Shout again and say, I hear the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter number 16 and verse number 9. I will do the New Living Translation. Second Chronicles chapter number 16. I will do the NLT. The, read with a loud voice. Ready, go. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you have been. From now on, you will be at war. God was talking about this king 
who hated the prophets of God and he would do everything to frustrate and to scatter them. And so the Lord comes to the king. He's called Esa. And he said, Esa, you are a fool. Don't you know that the eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him? As we sit here now, God is searching and finding out those whose hearts are committed, those who believe in him, those who trust in him. If you have any juju anywhere, your juju is about to kill you. If you have any false prophet who prophesies into your life, you are about to per- perish with him. But when your faith is in the Lord, the Lord will deal with anybody who is trying to deal with you. Clap your hands and say, Lord, deal with them. No, I didn't hear you. Say, Lord, deal with them. Say, Lord, deal with them. The eyes of the Lord are searching. Clap your hands and say the seven eyes. Clap your hands again and say the seven eyes. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands again and say the seven eyes. Job chapter 34, verse number 21. I will do the NLT. Job chapter 34, verse number 21. I will do the NLT. This is a very powerful prayer point. Read with a loud, 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 loud voice and receive the prophecy. Ready? Go. Four. Verse number 22. Go. No is thick enough to hide when they think they are hiding in darkness because they want to get at you. The Lord will expose all of them. I, I don't know why I'm being suppressed. Let me try. May the Lord expose where the enemy is. Cannot try you again. Once you are worshipping God, once you are minding your business, any gathering anywhere, where they have mentioned your name for frustration, clap your hands and say, my God, scatter them. Clap your hands and say, my God, my Father, scatter them. Let their darkness become like light. Expose them and let them walk naked on the street. Put them to shame. The pigs that they dig for me, let their children and their children fall into them. If you think this is a wicked prayer, don't say it. But if you believe it's a righteous prayer, shout and say, Lord, scatter them. When Balaam and Balak met and they were planning, it was at the blind side of those people. They didn't know. Jeremiah, last two scriptures, and then we are into worship and prayer. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse number 23. I'll do the message Bible. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 23. I'll do the message Bible. Okay, 23 is fine. Ready? Go with a loud voice. Am I not a God near at hand? God decree. And not a God far off. Now God's degree means say the Lord. Am I not near? No, go to 24. Ready, go. Can anyone hide out in a corner where I can't see him? God's degree. I am, am I not present everywhere? Whether seen or unseen. God's degree. 25. I know what they are saying. All these false prophets who preach lies using me as their text saying I had this dream I had this dream may the Lord expose all of them oh when I say false prophets clap your hands and say flash them out false prophets 
wicked prophets, wicked people, satanists and devilish, flash them. The seven eyes of the Lord. The perfect preservation and protection of the Lord. Whilst you are in one side doing something, you are about to travel. Before you start the journey, God's eye is upon you. Where the devil has planned the accident, the eye of the Lord is there before you get there. And another eye of the Lord is at the destination. And when you are coming, any house you go, whatever food you eat, whatever you drink, the eye of the Lord is watching over every activity. Clap your hands and shout, I am safe. Here's the last one and we will worship God and bless the Lord and Proverbs chapter 5 I'll do the New Living Translation verse number 15 Proverbs chapter 5 I'll do the New Living Translation verse number 15 Warning This scripture is R18 The verse 21 is my subject. The eye of the Lord. But because you are my sons and I love you, I want to give you a very good Christmas package. Christmas gift. Christmas gift. A gift for which you remember me all the rest of your life. Anybody who refuse my gift, you will never be like me. And you will never prosper. So, from verse 15 to 20 is my gift. Free. Out of the scripture. Out of the text. Then 21, I will end up. So, you don't say that. Apostle did not deviate today. So, I have warned you. This film is strictly R18. <laughs> Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Someone say sharp. Verse number 16. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets? Having sex with just anyone. What is wrong with you? Are you suffering from kakapio pio? The Bible says that thing from you is water. And anybody who has sex with any woman, keke, you know what? You are watering maize and beans which have scattered by the roadside. You are wasting your spring water. Anytime you have sex outside your marriage, you are watering on the street. And anybody who is watching on the street means that you are naked. It means all the cars which are passing will see you. So whilst you think you are hiding having sex, the Lord says spiritually you are already exposed. If you are not married and you are sitting by somebody say, hey, this is a gift, this is a gift. So this a gift. Kaya Bosheri Alabokota. 
Somebody say R18. Somebody say R18. Verse 17. You should reserve it. That is the spring water. That is your strength. Reserve it for yourselves. You and your wife only. Never share it. Ask somebody sitting by you. Say, say apart from your girlfriend, there's there any stranger? There's there any stranger? There's somebody. There's somebody apart from your girlfriend. Do you have any stranger? Tell somebody sitting. Say, brother, tell me how many strangers because I want to pray for you. Tell me how many strangers. Now, if somebody is married and the person is sitting by you, say, brother, say, the Lord is talking to you. Don't naked yourself in the spirit. Oh, somebody said, this is free gift. Somebody said, free gift. That, that's what we say, Christmas pa- passage. That's a Christmas parcel. That's a Christmas parcel from God. Verse 18. Bro- we are talking about serving eyes. How many eyes are we talking about? This one is Jala. Okay, okay, ready, go. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife. Those of you who don't have fountain at home, I have one. Let me tell you what fountain does. It refreshes you. When you are tired and you go and stand by the fountain, the fountain refreshes you. In future, when you build your house, may you build a fountain. Verse 19. She is a loving dear and a graceful doe. Let her breasts satisfy you always. May you always be captivated and captured and imprisoned and locked up by her. God is asking a question. Why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or fondle the breast of a promiscuous woman? Not sexual, just for fondling. You are a fool. Not sex. So just fondling. You are stupid. If you if it's sex, you are dead. Can I give you a counsel? Take this word. Don't even attempt it. Many times the devil tells you, Oh, but this thing that they've been saying, they've been saying, they've been saying. You've been eating this food for a long time. Try another food and see how it is. Don't listen to the devil. When you go out of your domain and you go to that other woman and you finish a certain spirit registers itself in your life. Bam! Oh! It is called the spirit of harassment. That spirit will harass your joy, harass your peace, harass your self-confidence. If you're a pastor, 
What it simply means is that you can't preach on, on this subject. Oh, you are afraid. You can't touch on it. Especially if you're a pastor and one member of the congregation, you've been doing lobby, 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 and then you are preaching and the person gets up and is coming to the altar. You both say, your heart. You stop preaching and raise a song. Because you are not too sure why she's coming to the altar. A certain pastor made that mistake and she never survived. The secretary. She's been sleeping in the secretary. And on this Sunday, he preached a powerful message of holiness. And then when he preached, he said, there are some women who are anointed with the spirit of Jezebel. And they come into men of God's life to just bring them down. And the secretary was sitting in front. He said, hey, I am Jezebel. How? I want my sins to be forgiven. So, as soon as the service was over, went to the elders of the church. And then said to them, I am the man, I am the woman he was preaching about. I have been sleeping with, with, with him for the past three years. And, oh yeah, and I am Jezebel. I want to be delivered. They asked the are you sure? Say yes, I can, how can I lie to you? This photograph. We are this place. We are this place. This place. This place. If you like, go and check the hotel. We, we registered in this name. Is there? Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, Tartan our generation, with the power of God, God richly bless you.